Welcome back, everyone, to the Music Movies Podcast. It's been a while, but I am still your host, Ben Young, bringing you another episode with my special guest, as always, it's Drew Keen. How are you doing tonight? Ben, I was doing good, and uh, I guess you'd say doing well, but I'm doing even better after that stained reference that you just made in our intro, because it's been a while. (laughs) You know, we were joking about stained earlier. That reference was unintentional, though, but I'm glad you caught it. Really bad band. Horrible Horrible band. band. They were Um, very... Uh, when we were besides younger, that, but. I'm doing great. I'm so stoked to be back, and I want to say I think we're coming back with a bit of a heater. I think so too. I think so too. Um, would this? Would you consider this controversial? A controversial movie? Controversial? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I think older some movies get a like pass. This. Well, some people don't right. like this movie. Really? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like who? Some people thought that they made it. They made this movie. Was it a, a slap in the face to oh, the industry? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like some musicians didn't didn't like it. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. If you don't already know what we're talking about, we are talking about the. I don't film. know how they would. We didn't tell them. That's right. We didn't. But maybe they looked at the episode title. <laughs> I don't fucking know. We're talking about the movie. <laughs> this is Spinal Tap. It's, I would say, an iconic music movie. Maybe like one of the most definitive music movies there is. Absolutely. Certain, and I feel like it, it gets a, a resurgence like every 15, 20 years. It does. I agree with I that. Mean, I mean, don't, I don't they know. They do like it, reunions it, and it's shit. It's old to me. Yeah, I don't know that the... Uh, this gets well. These go to eleven. I'm not sure if that joke ever gets old. It doesn't. I don't think so. Not to me, anyway. It's I still mean, funny to me. <laughs> Why don't you just cut it off? Me, at damn it! <laughs> Why don't you just make the, the make it ten? These go to eleven. <laughs> uh, funny movie. We'll get more into it. Um, but yeah, I think it's iconic. And one of the best. I think it's still very funny. Overall. It's definitely just, still very funny. Not not just yeah. that one scene uh, overall. But uh, are you ready to get into it with the Did You Know? I'm ready to get, get dirty with the Did You Know? All right. So Rotten Tomatoes score, critic score, 95%. Audience score, 92%. Pretty high scoring Ooh, on both sides yeah. of the coin. Pretty close, too. Pretty close. Huh? Yeah. Um, it had a budget of $2 million, and it made $4.7 million at the box office. Pretty low budget, and it, you know, didn't make a whole lot. Well, how much has made since? It's had to have made more since, Dude, right? And that's what I was just thinking as I said that, is that, you know, on you know DVD sales... Uh, it being on TV, probably has been on VH1 a shit ton uh, yeah. of times. It's probably made a shit ton of money since then. Uh, VHS, yeah, they, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, that, isn't this like the iconic movies that rock? Oh, yeah, it's probably, yeah, definitely. Um, 
So that's just box office. And when it comes to certain movies like this one, which you might be able to consider a cult cult classic, I would say. I I, I think so. I think it would it would fall into that. Yeah, category. I think it would. Um, yeah, it's probably made a shit ton more money than that. Um, my next, did you know? So, did you know? A couple of things. We get a lot of the did you knows on IMDb, Internet Movie Database. Thanks for uh, giving out our sources, Ben. Shout out IMDb. I love that place. I've loved it for years. I mean, I have had the app on my phone since there was an app for this. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, there you go. I also am a hey, massive fan. It's a great, great site. So, on their I, website, I, watch, I, I, I check everything before I watch it every <laughs> single time. <laughs> they have a star rating out of ten on all the movies, except for this one. The score is out of eleven. Did you know that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty fucking great. I did not know that, but that brings <laughs> pretty... me legitimate joy. That is that is yeah. incredible. Yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking cool when I read that. I was like, oh shit, it is out of 11. There you go. Yeah, out that of 11 is stars. pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I think I have a good one. We'll see. Uh, to preface this, I thoroughly enjoy Rob Reiner. I think he's very funny in almost everything I've ever seen him in. Love him in New Girl was great in Wolf of Wall Street. I was going to say Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Don't you roll your eyes at New Girl, Ben. I'm, That's a great I'm rolling show. them because I haven't watched the show. Hear great things, though. Big fan. Big fan. But I thought this was funny. So Rob Reiner was originally going to be one of the band members. He ended up directing after Harry Shearer said that he, in quotations, direct quote, didn't look good in spandex. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> because he is, you know, he's uh, he's you know Heavier, a larger yeah. gentleman. I think he, I think he did a good job playing the director, though. <laughs> I think he was fit for that. I think role. he was <laughs> unbelievable yeah. as the director. No, I, his dry yeah, and sense he directed of humor, the movie. I fucking yeah. Well, he directed the movie too. Uh, so I also love that. It, yeah, I also love that his hat says Oral C on it. <laughs> I'm not sure if that has anything to do with anyone. I think it's just very funny. Yeah. He's great. He's great. Um Do you have another did you know? Yeah, I got a few I got a few more. There's a lot of um uh so right, there's a lot of fun stuff going on here. Yeah, a lot of fun stuff. Uh they're actually all musicians, the people playing in the band. And you can see that throughout the movie. I because I didn't know Absolutely. it. I didn't know it at first, but I'm like they look like they're really playing, and it turns out not only are they like doing a good job playing it within the movie, but they're actually playing on the soundtrack too, which yeah, is impressive. They recorded that, the soundtrack. That doesn't happen, you know. Even it, like that thing you do, for example, they, you know, took lessons to look like they were playing the parts, but it's not like they were the ones that recorded the music in the studio for the album and stuff. So. This is that's just. It makes cool you to me. wonder if that was maybe for I mean for the tr like the true effect, or if that was like a budget decision. <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know because they you didn't I mean? couldn't afford like real musicians. It's like hey, you guys are good enough. Go ahead and play the songs. Right. Yeah. Why not? But also add to the effect of like you know it, this is you know, I mean the band's not really that that good. good. So like <laughs> so it like, adds so to like, the you know poor. poor 
more musicianship kind of adds to the the whole character the of the flavor movie. of the yeah no i agree yeah i like it i like that thought i mean no one's saying what nigel st hubbins is the best guitar player of all time no no <laughs> not it that, would be funny it, if it that would... like piece of shit magazine rolling stone did put him like top 10 just as a joke that would be funny Fuck Rolling Stone, though. Fucking yeah, they shitty. <laughs> Wipe my ass with that fucking rag. Shout out Rolling Stone. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Keen. Um, I have one here. In 2002, the Library of Congress deemed the movie culturally historical or aesthetically significant and selected it for its preservation in the United States National Film Registry. That's pretty cool. That's nuts to me. It's pretty cool, but a lot of... I, I like I said earlier, I think this is an iconic film. I think it deserves it. Good on them. But Good it's, on it's, them. it's just it's <laughs> funny to see um you know, a uh it's kind two of million a, dollar movie. Yeah. A two million dollar movie based on a fake rock band that's pretty vulgar, not very PC at all. <laughs> and um but it's all around funny. Very funny. Um, I got another one for you. The professional wrestler and rock star Chris Jericho. This is his favorite movie. Did you know that? I did not know that. <laughs> there but you it go. Makes sense. It makes sense. Shout out Chris Jericho, massive fan. <laughs> Come on the pod. I like Chris Jericho as the wrestler and podcaster. Not so much the band. I'm sorry. Well, now he'll never come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, cut it. You gotta cut it, I guess. Sorry. (laughs) Shout out Chris Jericho. You got another Uh, one? This is what I thought was interesting is none of the three lead actors are actually English. Oh. I guess they aren't. However... Christopher Guest is the fifth Baron Hayden Guest by right of hereditary British peerage, but none of them are technically English. They do all have that like English accent though throughout the movie, right? At least. Well, I think I think it play just plays into again at the time. Like it's, I guess it's originally supposed to take place in the seventies. I'm guessing. Yeah, like late seventies, early eighties. If they're a seventies rock band, I mean, definitely one of the 70s. biggest seventies rock band: Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, Who? Who. Where are they all from? There you go. That makes sense. I got one last one, and uh, this is something that I actually put in the notes too before I did the Digi News. Uh, in the first dinner interview scene Nigel wears a t-shirt from Norman's Rare Guitars which provided shout out they provided many of the guitars used in the production of the movie so there you go I thought that was pretty cool uh, I've never been to Norman's uh, Rare Guitars but I, I think it was you that showed me um, the videos that they started doing on Instagram with uh yeah i think the guy's name is mark something mark agnesi yeah and then he went over to gibson to do now he's like the head of development yeah is he yeah he just made yeah. social i mean the, he got the guy knows his shit 
Yeah, he he seems to know his shit. Uh, <laughs> but all the videos were were like, hey, here's the guitar we're gonna check out today at Norman's Rare Guitars, and then he like talked about the guitar, and then and from that, there he like, <laughs> and now he's like a big deal over at Gibson. It's just fucking big crazy. Big deal, at Gibson. Yeah, yeah. That is, I've always wanted to go to that store because my girlfriend is from California, but is in like the mid, it's like South LA, so I've never been able to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then a little baseball reference for all of us, because since everyone, you guys might know, Ben and I are big baseball fans. Shout out Bryce Harper, MV3. In the final scene of the movie set in Tokyo, Nigel wears Sadahara's O's Yomiura Giants baseball jersey. O is the world's all-time home run king with 868 home runs. Holy shit. I didn't know that. That's a lot of that fucking either. home runs, uh, man. A lot of homers. Damn. Fuck it, that dude sends him to the moon. Damn. That's crazy. But uh very cool. Very cool. A, yeah. Um, I think that does it for the did you know for me. You got anything else? That's all I got for did you know. All right. Um Yeah, again, it's been a while. So it's time for the yeah. It's time for the scene breakdown. Break down. Eighties voice. There you go. Um, That was almost my uh, Steel Dragon voice. Stand up and shout. There you go. Keen is rocking out now. Just stand out. I love that song. <laughs> yeah. We know you do. We know you do. Oh, I'm seeing poor connection now. Okay, there you go. You're good. Uh, the first scene starts out with Rob Reiner, the director of the movie and the director of this rockumentary, mockumentary thing. Um and he's just sort of breaking down the band. He's like, look, they've been together for 17 years. <laughs> and 15 albums later, Spinal Tap is still going strong. Again, this is The comedy movies that we do, it's a lot of just like, hey, this one-liner was fucking funny. And that's exactly what this movie was. What this is. Yeah. 15 albums later, like, I just thought that was great that they added that in. Um, some bands, I guess have that sort of longevity it's very hard to do <laughs> fucking 15 albums yeah and 15 albums and if you have that many albums chances are like you might have like three solid ones tops out of <laughs> right maybe maybe <laughs> so that was just funny i don't know if you have anything to add to that no, but like I definitely immediately started laughing as soon as I heard that. Yeah, that was great. Um, and then it cuts to the first performance of Spinal Tap, um, and they're playing the song tonight. I'm gonna rock you tonight. This song, I think, it's act. The songs in this movie are actually decent songs, and I think they exemplify the type of tone of music that they're going for um and this one in particular tonight i'm gonna rock it tonight like this is the first scene where yeah this was the first scene and i'm thinking like 
yeah, they look like they're actually playing the music. You know, I don't know. I thought it was good. What about you? I thought it was good as well. I uh, was like, I was like, again, I did not know the, the fact of they were actually all true musicians. So that was fun when I gotcha. learned that. What are you drinking out of a fucking blue genie cup? This is a tiki mug that I got from oh. Trader Sam's Grog Grotto in Disney World. I hate that place now, but I once loved it. <laughs> That's a whole other subject. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter uh, for more. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway. I, uh, yeah, I didn't know that that was going to be like actual true musicianship. So I was like, oh, these guys are really good actors. Is like the first thing I okay. thought. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then, um, yeah. Then and I that's like, what oh, it actually looks spot good. on. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking too. I'm like, yeah, pretty good job acting. They're actually playing though. So there you go. And it might yeah. be my favorite song in the movie too. I mean, yeah, I would I'd say. Pretty sure. I, it does have a pretty cheap trick kind of feel to it. You know what I mean? Tonight I'm gonna make it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Little stray cats too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, good scene. Good song. Um, the next scene, they're talking about the different band names um, and iterations that they there? went through. Yeah. There. Do you see me? You good? Yeah, I didn't. You just got out. The last I heard, oh, last okay. I heard you said was uh, iterations. So, the next scene is them doing. They're talking about different band names that they went through and different band iterations that they went through, and uh, the next song. So they do like a flashback to when they played the song "Give Me Some Money," and it has a, a vibe. Yeah. It's like "Give Me Some Money," dun, dun, dun. and this song kind of reminded me of like an old who song you know how the who when they first started it was very like not acoustic but kind of like this yeah, song where were, it's like my generation down 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 like very raw and not like heavy guitars sort of like um yeah just like more like crunchy sort of guitars if that makes any sense you know what i'm saying uh, i was it was definitely cool to see. I like I liked all the flashbacks because you see the transition they've made from like it's almost like it's very similar to like the Dewey Cox movie. Yeah, yeah. Where they touch on almost every genre. Yeah, and I think again, I think they do a good job of this in this movie in particular because it talks about uh, like their band going from like a different genre into the genre they end up becoming. Um, kind of like Led Zeppelin, too. Like, Led Zeppelin didn't start out as, like, a hard... Like, what was the first band that uh, Jimmy Page was in? Like, the Yardbirds or something? Where? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah. It was, it, like, it's sort of similar in that regard, and I think that's what they were trying to touch on in this part of the movie. Um, one of the band names they brought up was... The new originals. I think that's actually a cool band name. I, I, I think know. it's a pretty cool band name. <laughs> I mean, cool you, you band can't name. use it now because it's a part of this movie. But yeah, pretty cool band name. Pretty cool band name. Um, oh, and this is when they get into the trope of the drummers dying. 
Dying. So they she keep talking about these drummers that they had in the past. It's like Stumpy Pete's, yeah, great drummer. What happened to him? He died. <laughs> he died. I forget what they said happened to Stumpy Pete's, I but think he ex- exploded on stage or something <laughs> like that. Um, and then the next drummer they're talking about is Stumpy Joe. Yeah, he died. Stump- <laughs> Choked on vomit. Someone else's uh, vomit. <laughs> I like where he goes, mysteriously, but he choked on vomit. You know, someone yeah, else's Yeah, someone vomit. else's, yeah. So I thought that was a reference to Elvis because it has been, I think it was documented that, documented that he, did he die on vo- No, wait a minute. Scratch that. Elvis died a on attack? a, he died on a, on a toilet, right? Jimmy. I don't know if that, that's real though. Okay. Jimmy Hendrix though. What are you going to say? I was going to say Jimmy Hendrix though. Did he die choking on vomit? I think it was Hendrix. Yeah, because I think he mixed he mixed pills and red wine. Yeah. Okay. Right. That makes sense. But now that we're talking about drummers and stuff, I think this is a bigger uh, not. It's like a bigger nod to the drummers that have died in this genre of music. Would you agree with that? Didn't. Led Zeppelin's drummer died. The Who's drummer died. Right? Uh, I mean, the didn't didn't John Bottom drink himself to death? I believe it. But Keith Moon died. I want to know that if Keith Moon did die. Let's look how. Uh, by the way, fun fact: if you look up how did and you type in Jiminy Jimmy, the first thing is Jiminy Cricket die. And you're like, okay. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, bottom had Jesus Christ. Bottom consumed around forty shots of forty percent vodka, which he vomited and choked on. Okay, so that's the this reference. Is tech, technically, an accidental death. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. Who else's fault would that be? I mean, Keith Moon died of an accidental overdose of prescription drugs. It's a, it was a drug to combat alcoholism. Ugh. Well, that's a bummer. I didn't know they made pills for alcoholism. Yeah, me neither. So, I did say reference to Elvis, but it's apparent it's just a reference to other drummers <laughs> that actually did Gotta be try. careful out there, boys. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we get to a limo scene, and thing i found hilarious about this fucking scene (laughs) so like they're like reading a book by sammy davis jr or something and the limo driver's like you read yes i can by sammy davis you get to the part where and then all of a sudden it starts fucking just rolls rolls the window up (laughs) i started fucking cracking up when he just started just starts rolling that window up And then the limo driver's just like, uh, and then he starts talking to the director. It's like, I would never tell them this, but this music, this is a fad. You know, this ain't like Sammy Davis Jr. and, you know. Uh, and Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that scene was fucking uh, hilarious. I just love that that's also the absolute attitude I have in every Lyft or Uber drive I get in. <laughs> just like, do not talk to me. I, I want to just slowly be pop in headphones. <laughs> All right, cool, man. I didn't get this. 
I didn't get in this car to talk. Yeah. Take me to my destination. <laughs> and I will be on my Five way. Stars if you shut the fuck up the entire time. <laughs> uh, all right. Then we I get to... that Go ahead. It was in Philly too. Like, like. Oh yeah, it was. That's funny. Shout out Shout Bryce out Harper. To... There you go. MV3 again. MV3. Let's go. <laughs> you know. It would have been nice if the Phillies made fucking playoffs, too, but, you know, whatever. There you go. <laughs> Do not get us started. Yeah. Uh, they get into another performance in this movie, and I just call it the Big Bottom song because it's Big Bottom, a Big Bottom. <laughs> so, again, another funny song, but also... I think pretty catchy. I think this song is the most covered song in the movie. Yeah. Like I know Tenacious D used to cover it, and I know the fact that and I also know that Tenacious D played with Spinal Tap, and then instead of having three basses on stage, there were five basses on stage wow. playing the song. <laughs> because the song they're all playing bass. They're guitar. all playing bass. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. There's no actual guitar. <laughs> the, the the bass player is playing a double neck bass. And then they're also nine, and the other two are also just playing bass. So I read that that song is supposed to be uh, like a reference to Fat Bottom Girls by Queen. I think the songs sound completely different, but the subject matter is the same. <laughs> Big Bottom. Yeah. I thought I mean, that was great. One song is significantly better than the other. <laughs> I'm guessing you're going with Big Bottom as the better song, right? <laughs> I sure am not. I'm not a Fat Bottom Girls like fan. I well, take that back. I'm talking about the song now, not. <laughs> Ooh, you see what, you did there, see what I did there? Yeah. Uh, the song in terms of Queen songs, not one of my not one of my favorites. I'm not gonna put it in my top ten, but I don't I don't skip over it. Get right. on your bikes and ride. That part is cool. Nah, I'll give you that. Down, down, yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, then we get to another scene. They're talking about album reviews. <laughs> sure. This <laughs> this one is, is the best. These ones are so good. It was. I only wrote down the one, but uh, they <laughs> shark sandwich. They they just called shit sandwich. <laughs> Shit sandwich. It's like so simple to the point, but so fucking funny. Shark sandwich. They call it shit sandwich. It's it's a two word review. Shit sandwich. Shit sandwich. Dude, that's fucking love, funny, I also, man. I'm not sure which is funnier: the fact that they named an album Shark Sandwich. Or that someone critiqued it saying shit sandwich. Shark sandwich, more like sit, <laughs> shit sandwich. And now I'm looking at the the album cover. It's <laughs> It's got a fucking sandwich with shark fins coming out of it and everything. With oh my god. Fin. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. That was funny, man. Fucking funny. Shark sandwich. <laughs> shit sandwich. It's like what should we do in this album? Shark sandwich. 
Yeah, now that reminds me of one <laughs> one night. I think we it might have been like a school of rock performance or some shit where it was a bring. Maybe it wasn't a bring your own booze. Otherwise, your dad wouldn't have been drinking it. But he's drinking dogfish head and goes, dogfish head, more like dog shit head. This beer sucks. <laughs> he hates that beer. <laughs> dogfish head, more like dog shit head. <laughs> Fucking uh, funny, man. It also reminds me of a, a great line from that movie, Major Pain. Oh, yeah. I love Major Pain. Or oh, it's like... Don't get it confused. We're still a shit sandwich, just not a soggy one. <laughs> That's great. That's great. The ma- the major pain line I always remember is, uh, "You want me to take your mind off the pain?" Has <laughs> a fucking knife yeah. in his hand. God. That's I another good movie. It is my business. It is and business is good. <laughs> Now I want to watch Major Pain again. That movie was like funny, Dude. man. <laughs> yeah, well, doesn't we'll he do like that on a, well, a side, side yeah. episode? Side episode, like the kid is like Major scared Pain. of like <laughs> something in his bedroom. He takes a fucking gun and starts shooting into the bedroom. <laughs> it's like, well, he ain't in there anymore. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Well, if he ain't dead, he's definitely pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> That's good, man. Great fucking movie. <laughs> All right, but All right, anyway, let's, let's, let's get, get back let's to get back yeah, Spinal Tap, shit sandwich, shit sandwich. So, speaking of albums, they get to a party where they're talking about the album cover for their upcoming for the album. album. Yeah, called "Smell the Glove." <laughs> Smell the Glove. And uh, I feel like it's supposed to be like a take on "Feel the Love," but it's smell the glove yeah Yeah, so the woman that works at the record company is talking to like their tour manager like or maybe not tour manager but just manager and general guy and it's like look you can't have the album cover have a woman on all fours with a black glove in front of her face and he got and his answer his answer to that is you should have seen the cover they wanted to do. It wasn't a black glove, believe me. <laughs> I was fucking dying. And so that guy, the guy... The man, that, that, that manager is fucking incredible this entire movie. Oh, he's great. He's great. He kind of reminds me of uh, the Flight of the Concords manager, like sort of trying to keep things together, but also like kind of dumb too in a way. Uh, but he takes us back to the band within the party and he's like listen they're saying the album cover is sexist and the one guy in the band was it Nigel or who who was it yeah it was Nigel yeah he's like the guy's like yeah it, it, they're saying it's sexist he's like what's what's wrong with sexy it's sexy yeah it's always <laughs> sexy no sex sex is, is. Yeah. and they're like oh. <laughs> Oh, now I'm cracking up. Because dur- the other thing during this scene is that 
all the guys in the band got fucking herpes, cold sores on their mouths during this scene. I don't know if you noticed that or not, but like, I did. Go, go back to the scene. They have these huge fucking cold sores on their mouths, just showing like how, uh, not not caring for anything <laughs> just being a fucking no, just rock let band. Him rip yeah oh man that was funny great fucking scene and the yeah <laughs> what's wrong with being sexy no it's all sexy. being sexy yeah. mm. um all right so get to another scene where they're remembering an old song in this restaurant and they're like humming it to each other. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, they were making. I think they were they were making this up. At, uh, it was ad libbed, I believe. Really, I could see yeah. that. I could see that. I also, it's, like, it's funny. Like when they have scenes in restaurants, like remember that now they're in public. They're in a restaurant. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is the scene where they have the Norman's guitars shirt. Which I just thought was cool. Awesome. Lo- yeah. Logo still hasn't changed. Great Instagram follower if you're into guitars. It is a great for Instagram sure, follower. For sure. And I don't know why I have this. Well, I have it written down for a reason, but I forget what happened in the scene. But he, one of them oh, says we got armadillo. I, I, I got you. They're All right, about, go ahead. He goes, he goes uh, Rob goes, well, it seems like you're, you're a crowd and most, most of your following is little boys. <laughs> And then they're confused on that. It's like they should be, they should be scared. They should be scared because we have armadillos, armadillos in, our, in trousers. our trousers. It's, it's quite, quite frightening. frightening. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking funny. And then they, I think they even like yeah. try to show that like throughout the movie too, like these huge bulges yeah, in their fucking they do. pants. <laughs> Which I mean, is just the, fucking there's hilarious. There's one scene where they're going. Th- I think I'm I'm jumping ahead. They're they're going through the uh, airport security, and it's a fucking cucumber oh, yeah, covered yeah, in yeah, tin yeah. Foil. <laughs> And they're all laughing at him because he had yeah. to take it out. Yeah. Oh my god. So this next scene, though, I think is very. It's a. It's a good scene to exemplify what happened during that time of rock and roll and stuff. So it's backstage, and again, I can never remember the dudes. Uh, Yeah, Nigel. It's Nigel back there. Yeah, and he's mad about the food that they got at this one spot on tour. He's getting pissed off at this miniature bread. He's like... (laughs) He's Dude, like I can't, he's like, like I just want I want the bread to be big to put the sand to put the meat on the bread. Why? And the guy's like, "Well, why don't you just fold the meat?" He's like, "I don't want to do that. I just want it to be I like he's, he a regular sandwich. The bread. It's falling apart. It's falling apart. Yeah. And I think this is just making fun of the demands that bands would make during that time period in the music business i think the one thing that i was it van halen that had a problem with like brown m&ms or something 
That or was that Van Halen or Guns N' Roses? Guns N' Yeah, it was one of them. But so I have heard that, but then I feel like I also heard that they were just putting that in the contract to see who would read the entire contract for them. Do you you see what I'm saying? So they put yeah, like a crazy thing that. in there. And they touch on that in, uh, in Airheads, where it's like, oh, put it. You know, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, we did talk about yeah. that. Um, yeah, I mean, if we were ever given the opportunity to have a rider, I think we would get pretty fucking ridiculous. Just give me ten pounds of Swedish fish, uh, you know, sour patch kid watermelon only. It was Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen asked for a bowl of M and M's with all the brown candies removed before every show. I mean, if you could, why not? Fuck it. I mean, they also like touch on that so, entourage where it's like water, water. I'll take a uh, grape soda. So it, yeah, the band's concert rider indeed had a clause saying there would could be no brown M and M's in the backstage area, or the promoter would forfeit the entire show at full price. As lead singer David Lee Roth explained in 2012, the bowl of M&M's was an indicator of whether the concert promoter had actually read the band's complicated contract. So there you go. And fun fact to our M&M fans out there, there are not any flavors of M&M's. Yeah, they all uh, taste the same. They all taste the fucking same. I completely they agree are, with it, that. It is just food coloring. It it's is just not co- any flavoring. <laughs> The yellow ones taste exactly the same as yeah. the red ones, as the blue ones, as yeah. all the other colors in there. That is true. But peanut M and M's being the best of all M and M's, the best, huh? I go back and forth between peanut and original. I think they're both good. Sometimes you could get a bad peanut. I feel peanut. like. Do you agree I with that? I haven't had a bad peanut yet. The I'll give you a caramel bad ones peanut. Are good as well. And yes, I said caramel. Caramel what? I said the caramel M&Ms are good too. And then I said, yes, I said caramel. Meh. I like the... I'm East Coast motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. I kind of like the pretzel ones too, to be honest. Delicious. But yeah. all right, we can't yeah. go in our favorite yeah. M&Ms. Yeah, let's keep yeah, it moving yeah. Let's keep back. it going. Uh, the next performance, they play this song called Hellhole. I forget this song. I have written down decent song, funny with the solo not being able to get up. What? I don't even know what I mean by that. Do you remember this song? You cut, you cut out. I didn't. Oh, hear I said so, hellhole. Yeah. Decent song. It's funny with the solo not being able. I guess like was this volume cutting out during this scene? Do you remember? I w- I'm trying to remember, but I was. I was uh, overloaded with the amount of crotch shots. Yeah, okay. There was a scene. shit ton of crotch shots. It looked like the one dude had a... The bass player had a fucking fire hose in his pants. Just fucking funny. It's just, just like, funny. dude, come it's on. It's like, just over the top. Knee slap over the top. Over yeah. And this wear is... shorts. <laughs> uh, moving on from that scene, though, this is where we get to probably the most known scene out of this entire movie the scene where nigel is showing off his guitars and his gut guitar amplifiers uh 
there's more than just that one part of the scene though that's hilarious. I think the other part of the scene that's hilarious is like he's holding up a guitar to Rob Reiner. He's like, listen to this, listen to the sustain. Just listen. It's just like complete silence. Yeah, you I don't hear it, anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what it reminded me of? Uh, that South Park episode, the Guitar Hero one. Where did you see this episode? I am not a big South Park fan, oh. so I've never seen it. Okay, well, there's a South Park episode where Guitar Hero, you remember how it was like the shit back in the day? Oh, yeah. Well, they were I'd making fun it. of that, and they were like signing, like, there was like these record companies signing like Guitar Hero players, and at one point, Stan and Kyle, it's Kyle, right? Yeah. I can't even remember the fucking character names now. But anyway, they're at a table. They're trying to get this other guy in their band, and he's playing Guitar Hero on a guitar, like Guitar Hero toy. And like people at the restaurant are turning around going, Oh my God, that sounds so good. <laughs> when you can't fucking hear anything but the, the, click, 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 click. And it reminds me of this scene. Yeah. It reminds me of this scene where it's like, the sustain, just listen, and you can't fucking hear listen, a goddamn thing. But if this is plugged in, you can go go to the bathroom and come back. Yeah, <laughs> so same. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was fucking great. I mean, it is a beautiful last fall. Oh yeah, he had a lot of great looking guitars in this. Uh, Absolutely. Um, and then yeah, the most iconic line: "These go to 11. It goes one louder. He's showing off his guitar amp, and this guitar amp goes to 11. <laughs> and it's like, well, why the fuck would you go to 11 when you could just make 10 the, the highest? It's like, yeah. listen, man, these go to 11. How about fuck you? We're going to be one more. We're going to do one more. Yeah. yeah, and then we go one louder. It's one louder yeah. than 10. It's just fucking funny, man. It's great. My question is, like, I mean... I think Marshall did do a like reissue of the eleven amps, but like what? I mean, really? How much? How much louder was it? I mean, the, will they will they just turn everything down by like a quarter decil- decibel? Yeah. And, like, oh, now eleven's just a little bit louder. I I didn't re I I just thought it was fake. They actually made it an eleven one. I think they did. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um. At one point, the next scene, they're like hanging out. A song of theirs comes on the radio, and they're like, "Oh, look! Look at that! Our song's on the radio! Yeah, let's listen!" And then the radio, the DJ goes, "This band is currently residing in the Where They Now file." <laughs> like, and they're like, "Oh, what the fuck, man? Fucked up!" I just, I think that's awesome because that's where our band would fall into right now. <laughs> Well, yeah. Where are they? Where now? are they now? File. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Um, and then they get to another song. It's called F- "Flower People." Flower a very people. A very hippie type song. Something I wouldn't listen to. Probably. It's like not just playing like a double neck sitar slash guitar. Yeah, it's combo. like the '60s era type music. Yeah, that they evolved I did like from. that the bass player was wearing a Rickenbacker bass, though. Shout out Rickenbacker okay. guitars. Okay. I do like the Rickenbacker guitars. And another drummer ends up dying during this, too, I think. No. Did he die during I, the performance? Yeah, this, and they don't... They, 
I don't know. I don't know if they went into it, but yeah. Okay. They definitely, I mean, I just like the foreshadowing here, and I'm not sure if we've come up to the scene where they're interviewing the jurors. Like, you know, there's a lot of bad history with the drummers. <laughs> I think we are coming up. Eh, or maybe, I don't even know if I wrote about that, but that is true. It's like all of their drummers end up fucking dying. Just a funny truth. I mean, there was a time there where a bunch of drummers did die. Yeah, that is true. Um, then we get to the Smell the Glove album reveal. <laughs> they're they're rehearsing doing somewhere. Doing a sound check. Yeah, yeah doing, a sound check. doing a sound check. And uh, their manager brings out the album, and it's just a completely black... Like, out, like zero anything written on it. And they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and one of them actually uh, says it's like a black mirror. Which black a- mirror, yeah. yeah. Which actually ended up turning into a TV show called Black Mirror. Great TV show. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Um, but I thought that was great. Uh, I think that this was an obvious reference, a joke to the White Album by the Beatles, right? Would you say that? Because this yeah. predated. Who did a did Metallica the Black do? Album by Metallica. Yeah, yeah. Jay Z, he also did. And that band sucks. You think Jay-Z Metallica does not suck? Metallica, you think sucks? I hate Lars Ulrich. He's kind of a douche. I do agree with that. I don't think. All kind of the of? Metallica songs suck, though. I don't know. I could probably give a solid 15 minutes to Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm not going out of my way to listen to them much. No. I'm like, I would ever. only see them if, if they were playing at a festival that I was already at and then no one else that I wanted to see was playing at the same time. There you go. There you go. Fair enough. Yeah. Speaking of Metallica... And Black Album and stuff. One of the quotes in this scene is, "Every movie is about death. Death, death sells. Death sells. It's kind of true. Kind of true." I was just looking up like how they would sign this album, and I had to look up like how would you sign an all black album with like a sharpie? But Metallic sharpies came out in 1979, so they could have done it with that, dude. So I was going to ask the same thing, and I was like, oh, well, you don't only have a black sharp, but same type of deal. It's like, just use a silver Sharpie. Yeah. Came Not out in 1979. Th- I was like, didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. Um, next scene, they're playing the song Rock and Roll Creation. I don't remember the song as much, but I do remember the performance, because they're all coming out of these pods. And the bass player is yeah. stuck in it the entire fucking song until the very end where they're all going back into the pod. Yeah. Um, he goes back in. Yeah. I also think it's very funny. He does not miss a note the entire time he's trying to get out. He's like still performing. And on his, like on his rest, he's banging. Oh, on yeah. They're banging thing. on the thing to get him out. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> I think the guy, guy's plugging, plugging in, plugging in shit. That was great. Fucking funny. And the other thing that's cool in this is that Nigel is playing a small, a very small guitar called an Erlewine Chiquita. And it and is. And guess what, fans? I have that guitar. Except I have it in yellow. Have I shown you it, Keen? I've played it at your house. You have? 
Oh. I'm well, glad you, you remember the times we spent together. No, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But the reason I have it in yellow is because it's also the same guitar from the film Back to the Future, the very first scene that he plays that guitar. It was... Where they're told not to plug in the amplifier. Is that what it was? Yeah, oh yeah. He yeah. cranks it up and he just blows himself out. Um, but, yeah, this guy, Dan Erlewine, and ZZ Top guitarist Billy Gibbons came up with that guitar. So there you go. Fun fact for you. Um, how's it play? What's that? I said, how's it play? Pretty nice. I haven't played it in a while, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have. I don't know. Are they expensive? For a small guitar? Yeah. It was oh. like 600 bucks. Which, Ugh. for like a little travel guitar like that. But it's got some weight to it. So, And it's like all handmade and everything. So, I don't know. Worth it for me. The next scene, Nigel. He's playing piano. And again, this this is definitely where I went. All right, these guys are really playing. Nigel, good piano player. And this, you could tell. He Very was, good piano player. Yeah, he like you could tell... Uh, some of these movies, they do these cuts where it's like all you could see is their hands, and it's like, yeah, it's not him playing the piano. It's some like fill in guy, and they're just zooming in on the hands. In this scene, it was a a wider shot, and you could see him actually playing the piano. And I'm like, this guy knows what he's doing. So that was pretty cool. And. It's cool. I also love that he's playing something that sounds very, very, very beautiful. Again, I love <laughs> piano playing. It You're right. Gorgeous. And is it the director that asks him what he's playing? Rob Reiner. Yeah, he asks him. What you, so, what do you, you call this, this one? one? And he goes, "This one is called Lick My this Love one is Pump." Called Lick My Love Pump. <laughs> it's fucking funny, man. It's funny. It's like these guys every time. <laughs> every time, yeah. Every time. It's just, it's always funny to see, like, oh, what's that called? Oh, uh, this song's yeah, called, going to lick my fuck, you. fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um, then we get to another song. Heavy Duty is the name of the song. <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> I gotta look up the lyrics of this. Because I... I, I <laughs> I mean, it's just the names of these songs are fucking ridiculous. Heavy duty, heavy duty, rock and roll, heavy duty <laughs> brings out duty in my soul. Uh, yeah. It's a funny song. I don't know that it was one of my top songs, but. It's actually pretty impressive that they were able to put this many songs into the movie. Um, I mean, I guess you have to if you're doing something like this, but for them to record... I mean, how many songs are on this soundtrack? 
Like with, for example, with a movie like That Thing You Do, like I could name like maybe three songs from that. There's like a there's a shit ton of songs in this movie from like their old days and their newer days within this film. And I yeah, think they, I mean, yeah, they have they, more than one album too. They have two albums. They have this is Spinal Tap, which has thirteen songs on it. Yeah, and then Back from the Dead, which is. Pretty much all the exact same songs. Uh, well, uh, here you go. Yeah, There's another. Songs. They have another album called "Break Like the Wind." <laughs> One of the songs is called "Bitch School." <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> it's fucking funny, dude. It's like there you go, <laughs> "Bitch School." I want to hear. I want to hear that song. I don't think that one was in the movie, but. Pitch school no sounds way. like a fucking <laughs> that uh that sounds like a song up our alley. Bitch school. <laughs> That's funny. Dude. Sorry, that one that one got me. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch school. This one's called this next song is called Bitch School. Uh, that's great. Um, oh holy shit! Next, <laughs> so fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, it's very funny. Um, next scene, they get to the record release. Record release. <laughs> they get to the <laughs> album release. Yeah. Are you still laughing Which about bitch fucking... school or me? Well, then your then your voice cracking. Cracking. Right yeah, cracking. Uh, with the the guy introduced himself like seven times. What in this scene? Oh yeah, to like everybody, room. yeah, in the hotel, yeah, even, even the girls in the bed. <sighs> yeah, that was good. Um, oh, but at the album signing, of course, nobody fucking shows up, and they're like, "What no, the hell, never man?" <laughs> no, they never do. Five ninety nine records, though, super cheap for an album. Good deal. Good deal. I don't think. Uh, you know, you and I have said we're not like really record vinyl vinyl. There you go. That's the word. Vinyl snobs. Yeah. I don't listen to fucking vinyl. Do you? Because I can just listen to it with my iPhone. No, I have my iPhone. I have my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. I have it and I use it with my wireless headphones. Yeah. I'm not going out of my way to put a, a piece of vinyl on the record player. And I, and I have a speaker that Bluetooth connects to my yeah. phone. <laughs> and, uh, I'm more of a simplicity what, uh, fan, too. Can't really tell the difference if you ask me. There you go. I know. Everybody says that, like, oh, vinyl. It sounds so much better. I'm like, does it? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it sounds better than, like, buy, like, you know, really expensive studio monitors. I don't think so. It sounds better than uh, cassette tape, maybe, but CD, yeah. it's like, yeah, Yeah. It sounds pretty good to these $400 headphones. Yeah. <laughs> there you, yeah, there you go. Um, so then, who's the other guy? What's the other guy's name? Not Nigel. What the fuck David. Is there you go. St. Hubbins, right? Yeah. His woman shows up, Janine. 
And she's like sort of mean. Yeah. Seems like she's uh she always sides with her guy, which makes sense, you know. But always sort of like Yeah, insert- David St. Hovins, yeah. Nigel Tufnell, and Derek Smalls. It seems like she's always trying to insert her opinions into the band and it's like, hey, uh, how about just sort of stay out of it? Like you're not part of the band. And I have written down is she sort of the you're Yoko not, you're not in the band. Yeah, you're not in the band. I think that's what they might have been going after. Yeah. I think so too. Cause she's going she's coming in with all these ideas of doing this and doing that, and Nigel's like, Is it is this a joke? Like what the fuck? Like stay out of it. That is like the almost and it's also the running joke with every band ever when there's a girl involved. That is a great point. It's not just the Beatles. It's a it's a bunch every band. It's like woman gets involved, starts ruining shit immediately. Starts Boom. ruining Start shit. Ruin it. You know. Listen, this is boys' club. Stay out. I'm being totally boys' sarcastic. club. All right. <laughs> yeah. We are joking. We are joking. Yeah. Uh, the next scene though shows Nigel doing a guitar solo. This guitar solo is awful. I think this is just a play on Eddie Van Halen's eruption a bit and how over the top eruption can be. I, I think that's what he was going for. Then he was also going for the Jimmy Page when Jimmy he Page. picks up a violin and yeah, st- yeah. I think you're more right with the Jimmy Page violin. It's making fun of the -the over-the-top guitar solo with no backing band. Of the 80s, yeah. Of the yeah. And it's like, oh my God, look at this. It's just like a bunch of fucking noodling at the end of the day. Yeah, it's just some guy jerking off on stage. Yeah, it's like, uh, come on, man. I don't know. I'm more of a fan of songs, catchy choruses, lyrics, yeah, I mean, I'm all for a cool guitar solo, but let's throw some lyrics and some shit in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is yeah, this is making fun also of the guitar. Also, believe that every not every song needs to have a guitar solo. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, I think this might be the nut. The next. Uh, the nut. The nut. I think this might be the next like most iconic part of this movie is the Stonehenge scene within this movie. Or, like, the whole arc of this part. My my favorite thing about this is this is a very common mistake in almost in, in, in a lot of categories of life. <laughs> of just getting measurements wrong? Inches and just getting measurements wrong and yeah. not knowing the difference between feet and an inch yeah. is what's which logo which which thing means which so yeah so to take it back Nigel when she's giving out all those ideas he's like how about we do this Stonehenge and he's like alright he writes down the dimensions 18 inches <laughs> so the woman they have to do the Stonehenge, she comes back and she's like, "Here it is. Here's your Stonehenge." And the and the guy, the manager is like, "All right, so this is like the mock-up. Like you're gonna do it a lot bigger." And she's like, "No, this is it. 
I was told 18 nope. inches. This, this is, is it. it. <laughs> it's Pulls a, out the napkin and it clearly, and it it clearly says, yep, says, says 18, 18 inches. inches. They're like, oh, fuck. So it's I like, guess he doesn't like how, tell the how band. How supposed to be mad at them? They were following the instructions they were given. <laughs> Dude, you're exactly right. Um, like, so, how, how are you supposed to be mad? You can't be. You can't be. So I think, uh, yeah, during this, they they don't tell the band, obviously, because they're up there on stage, and then all of a sudden it comes down, and Nigel's looking at it like, what the fuck? They're like, that's as big as it's going to be. looking over. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking dwarves are bigger than the Stonehenge. And uh, like David, to make it, Eddie, like originally, you could tell that like that was originally supposed to make the Stonehenge look way bigger, and then it just makes it look phenomenally smaller. Smaller, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I think it was David that says he's like, there was a Stonehenge monument on stage in danger of being crushed by a dwarf. <laughs> it's fucking funny, man. It's really funny. I don't know that that, that had, was, ever, had that, that was, ever happened to you when like, you're performing on stage and then something happens and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I can't think of it. Uh, there the wasn't, I haven't had too much like glitz and glamour, glamour. Like when I was like, the most we were doing is like we did a Halloween show and like we put like all these cool like, squ- like skull lights and gravestones and shit like that around oh. my drum set. There and we called it the Bowen Yard. But that was like, well, I, I was never a, a dramatic Stonehead, kind of yeah, thing, you know? yeah. If I wanted that, I mean, like I would just go see Kiss. Like that, not everything needs to be this elaborate show. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just so funny that they wanted like a big ass Stonehenge, and then, oh shit, it's gonna be crushed by a dwarf. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Um. Then they get to I another mean, gig. I, I just love the fact it's like <laughs> I said that the the frustration of the manager because once again someone was just doing the job they were told. <laughs> that is true. That is true. They get to another gig. It's an Air Force base. <laughs> what a great place to play a show at a fucking air <laughs> Air Force base. I mean, that. And then, uh, oh, and they play the song is... "Sex Bomb Woman," which, oh, that's my dryer. Uh, again, another catchy song. I feel, but this is where Nigel is starting um, to get pissed. This is. I also love. Well, before we get to that, it's uh, you know Fred Willard, a young Fred Willard. Yeah, it is him. That is like the the go to guy at the show. Like, it it's hard to under, I, I, at first I go is that oh shit that's Fred Willard yeah it is he's a that guy he's definitely a that guy yeah but yeah this is where Nigel decides to hang it up because he can't even like fucking hear himself play basically. I mean, my favorite is like there's like people there's people with like their thumbs down like in the crowd <laughs> in the crowd thumbs down. That's hilarious. And like people are just trying to talk and have conversations and like they're actually trying to perform. We've been there. 
Oh yeah. We've never we've never had thumbs down, but it's like we've definitely been an inconvenience to someone at a show. <laughs> yeah, people just want to be able to sit down and talk to each other, and not hear some fucking band banging away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens. Um, also, there's there's like there's like calls in the background over the like over the speakers. Yeah, like Air Force warnings. Yeah, and they're trying to play a song. It's fucking hilarious. That was good. Which I read as a little. Did you know? Oh, okay. That's actually them talking in their American, their 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 regular voices instead of the English accent. Oh, didn't know that. There you go. Did you know? Did you know? Um, but yeah, Nigel leaves the band. They get an amusement park gig. This was actually out of Six Flags, I believe. And uh, Which we've had some experience playing. We at. played, yeah, we did play like a Six Flags at one point. Um, I like where it's years pup- ago. Puppet Show and Spinal Tap, and they're like, "Oh, our name should have been first. Yeah, they're second underneath the we fucking got, we, Puppet we, Show. We got, <laughs> we got the bigger dressing room. What f- compared to the puppets dressing room?" <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking funny the performance during this was horrible didn't they uh, because they're trying to make up for not having one of the guitarists in the band when that happens it's not yeah. it's probably not gonna sound as good just the bottom line and then I like I like where he's like we'll just do a jazz odyssey we're not doing the fucking jazz odyssey <laughs> And then it cuts and they're playing it. It's like, this song was written by our bass player, David. It's brand new. (laughs) And you can all just look so unhappy. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, after that gig, that's when they're, like, reconvening. And they're like, maybe we got to get back to the drawing board. It's like, yeah, uh, we were talking about that musical based on Jack the Ripper. You know, Saucy Jack. Let's do the Saucy Jack. Saucy Jack. (laughs) fucking musical based on Jack the Ripper what an upbeat (laughs) what the hell these guys are deranged man English worst serial killer let's do a musical (laughs) about him unsolved murderers yeah I know right Um, and then we get to one of the last gigs and Nigel's just happens to be there Nigel's there He's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess, like, their song started taking off again in, like, Japan. And I think they... Does he tell them that before this performance? I think he might have. I think so. Yeah. But the funny thing to me about this scene is that Nigel... Like, they're, they're already playing. And then Nigel just walks out there, picks up a guitar, and starts playing with them. As if they would have set up And Janine's just like sh- fucking looking at him. Yeah, yeah, she's all pissed, but... Yeah, he he has a microphone He has a guitars. microphone and a guitar and an amp as if they would have set all that shit up for him already. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's already... It's already... It's already sound checked. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was funny, but... It pretty much... You know, ends the movie. They get back together. They go on a tour in Japan... And uh, drummer dies. Drummer dies. 
It's fucking funny, man. It was a funny, a funny overall movie. Good commentary on this era of music. And, uh, yeah, man, I found it pretty fucking enjoyable. I don't know. What do you have to say about it? I mean, this is a funny movie. I mean, I, I think you can't go any lower than a B sharp. Yeah. Right? I agree. I mean, it's a classic. I, I think B sharp. Yeah, I think it's set the I standard agree. for a lot of music movies. Definitely. I wouldn't say it's it's. I would say it's incredibly rewatchable. But every couple of years, you you know, you could slide it in. Slide. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm not watching it all the time. It's not like a you know, like Wedding Singer. I find I, you know, very I ain't rewatchable. Going to my way to watch it. Yeah. That thing you do, Extremely. obviously. Extremely yeah. rewatchable. Yeah. This. Every time it's on, rock star. Every time it's on, meh. I'd watch this again over rock star. Well, probably. for me, for you, yeah. Well, you're you're stupid. <laughs> I love Marky Mark. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, be sharp. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. That's my grade. That's your grade. This is Spinal Tap. That was our Look episode at us, huh? on it. Yeah. Look at us. We're back for now anyway. I don't know. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Back at yeah. it like a crack uh, addict. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Keen. A couple shout outs. Yeah. Huh, ben? We got a do couple it. shout outs. Go for it. You want to do it? a couple shout outs. We want to do a shout out to our Chicago super fan, Nick. Just married his love of his life. Beautiful Maggie. I was there at the wedding. Amazing ceremony. Uh, and then to a wedding that I unfortunately did not get to attend, our old bass player, Tim, married his longtime girlfriend, Liz. Ben, you were at that wedding. I can only believe that it was beautiful. It was awesome, man. It was a great time. I had a lot, a lot of fun. You should have fucking been there. Piece of shit. I'm sorry. It is hard for me to get to places. Okay. Okay. Anyway, it was a great time. Congrats, Tim. Sucking Congrats, dick. Liz. And, uh, yeah, check us out, musicmoviespod.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. I know we haven't been on as frequent, gram. but, listen, man, we're still here. It just might we're take us a little here. bit. Yeah, we're still out here. It might take us a little bit of time, but we're, but we're going to always come back. Busy. Yeah. I'm not retired, you know, I'm not retired from the show. We're not retired. We're not retired. We're not retired. No. There's still a lot of movies. No. There's still a lot of movies to do and still a lot of movies that are coming out that we will have to do. For example, there's an Elvis movie coming out that I just heard about starring the kid from Cobra Kai. And just today, literally just today, you know what I heard? Martin Scorsese. Just two what, is it what? Lil Jonah Hill? Yeah, Jonah Hill playing Little Jeff Garcia from uh Yeah. Yeah. Heard that? Grateful Dead movie. So, there you go. There's Another also the Beatles Get Back. Gotta watch that's that. coming out. That looks awesome, dude. I cannot that's wait for that. That's coming out. 
It's coming it out. It looks so, so, so good. Peter Jackson probably got paid so much fucking money for that, too. Also, Maybe. imagine like being on the cutting room floor that like all the shit that he saw, and then like he's gonna have all that shit forever, and we're gonna get like the, whatever three hours we're gonna I know, get, right? Again, I'm very appreciative for, but it'd been a lot cooler to see all the shit that he saw. I was talking to my, yeah, that's true. I was talking to my dad about it last night, actually, and he was saying how, like, in one of the teasers for it, it's like, <laughs> they're, the Beatles are talking about how they have, like, 21 days to record this album or something, and they have nothing written, and they're just, like, sitting around and just start strumming, get back, and it just, like, comes to them like that. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's incredible. That makes, it makes no sense. How, how is that how possible? That, yeah. It makes no goddamn sense. In 21 days, you can write yeah, a whole goddamn yeah. album and, and the have thing, it, every song be a banger. Yeah. And the thing that's very impressive to me about the footage that I've seen of that is how clear and crisp everything looks. Because the if you look at like right, old Beatles... About the 70s? Yeah, that's what I mean, dude. Like... Uh, if you look at like old Beatles footage, like it's usually like always grainy and shit. This looks like super looks like like, like dog it was shit. like yeah. Th- but this get back thing looks like it was just filmed like last week or something. I mean, what do you think they did? Is they just fucking I, they have technology that no one else has? I mean, just well, that's what it, it is. They have technology now where they can like change shit and make it look nice. I think is what it is. Is that it's only on Disney Plus or is that gonna be in theaters? That is I'll going to be in theaters. In it's gonna be on Disney Plus. I don't know if it'll be in theaters or not. I guess that would be cool to see it in a theater. I'll go watch it on IMAX. Yeah. Dude. I haven't my I have my own theater. So. I love the Beatles. We all know that. Yeah. I'm a Beatles you know fan what? too. Maybe I'll come over for that one, Ben. You're gonna come over and watch it in a couple weeks. It comes out like next week, I think. <laughs> Oh shit! Does it really? I'm not it comes out it. in like two. I think it comes out in like like ten days. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, we'll yeah. make that one. I take yeah. back everything okay. I just said. All right, fine, fair enough. Anyway, guys, that's it for us. If that's you it for watch me. Along. <laughs> do a watch along. Okay, one day, one day we'll do it. Um, Again, everybody, take us care. All social medias. Thank you, guys. Yeah, follow us on all the social. Thank medias. you. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.